Hello and welcome to the 90 Hayden Road podcast that focuses on all things Hopkinton High School, where each episode will discuss all types of news and updates pertaining to HHS, celebrate our many student successes and accomplishments, highlight our incredible teaching staff, take on the newest and maybe controversial topics in education, share some personal stories and reflect on what life is like for students, parents and staff up on the hill. I'm Evan Bishop, principal here at the high school. And on today's episode, we are going to focus on our amazing visual arts department, not only here at the high school, but district-wide. I think as a school district, we believe that visual art and art instruction is essential. Uh, It helps our students with the development of motor skills, social skills, decision-making, risk-taking, and of course, creativity. Visual arts teaches our learners about color, layout, perspective, and balance, all techniques that are necessary in presentations, whether it's visual or digital, in the academic world that our students uh, find themselves in. Art can also help us understand our history, our culture, our lives, and the experience of others in a manner that cannot always be so easily achieved in other means. So I was lucky enough to, to sit down with not only Colleen Janino, our department head for visual arts for the district, to talk to her a little bit about What's new in the department? What is she proud of? Why does she think visual arts education is so important? And I was also able to sit down with a few students, uh, Alexa Feldman as well as uh, G. Lampert, uh, as they are some of our artists in the upcoming Honors Art Exhibit at the HCA that's happening uh, from February 15th all the way through March 1st. Um, And in these conversations, I think you'll hear just the passion that these folks have for the work that they do and, and, and how important it is to them to round out their, their education here at Hopkinton High School. So first, I, I had the chance, again, to talk with Colleen Janino and uh, take a listen now. All right, well, we have Colleen Janino here on the podcast. Colleen, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Good morning. So um, tell us a little bit about your role as SML in the district of our visual arts department. Sure. So I oversee the arts programs at all five schools throughout the district. So from kindergarten all the way up through 12th grade. And so when you say oversee, what are some of the things that you do? Um, Is it observing teachers? Is it helping develop the curriculum? What are some of the things that you think take most of your time up in this role? Um, I would say probably both of those things. Yep, I work um, with all of the teachers, either individually or in groups. Um, We work on curriculum, um, occasionally professional development with them, and I do go in and do observations. Sometimes it's just helping them um, plan and purchase supplies um, and plan out the budget and things like that. Awesome. Um, must be interesting to kind of observe high school students and then go down and be able to observe some of our marathon students. It must be fun. It is. It's great. It's there. a good opportunity. Um, it's a nice break from being a teacher at the high school too and being able to go see some of our youngest learners. Um, and what's really awesome is that outside of the high school, every single kid gets art every year. Um, so at Elmwood, for example, every single kid sees the art teacher once a week all year long. Yeah. It'd be nice to do that at the high school, wouldn't it? It would be awesome. <laughs> and so and let's jump on that a little bit. So your role is somewhat unique. There's a few others that have similar roles to you that you have kind of that breadth of K-12 under your umbrella. Yes. Um, and this is kind of a big picture question, but why do you feel visual arts education is essential for our students here in Hopkinton? 
So one of the things um, is that I think the arts celebrate multiple perspectives. So it teaches our students that everyone has unique ideas. It gives every student a seat at the table. And I think that it gives them an opportunity to showcase their own ideas and creations. Yeah, that's awesome. And we'll talk a little bit about some of that showcasing of ideas later with some of the different things you have going on. But um, you have been here, how many years have you been here in Hopkins? This is my 19th school year. 19th school year, and how many years in this in this role? This is, I'm in my ninth year as this ninth role. Ninth year in yeah. this role, okay. So a lot of experience within this role. Um, what are some things that, as the SML, you have helped lead um, within the department recently to either meet the diverse needs of all of our students or just to try to reach more students? So one of the things that we um, implemented this year at the high school was a couple of course changes and new course additions. So um, the new course is Explorations in Art, um, and it's sort of like a taste of what's to come or just kind of a survey course, but it's open to all students. So any student can take it, even if they're, um, if they're a ninth grader just coming in, if they're a senior and they've taken a lot of our art classes and they don't want to give it up, they can come in and take that class. And so what we did this semester is we did a unit on drawing, a unit on design, a unit on sculpture, and a unit on photography. So that kind of touched the four big um, things that we teach in the um, department, but we also wove art history into it mm -hmm. as well. So that's another subject that we teach in that's our awesome. department. Yeah. Cool. How many teachers do you have under your umbrella as the the SML within the visual arts department, district-wide. Including myself, there's 10 of them. 10, 10, all right, excellent, yeah. that's good, that's good. That's a nice, it's a nice group that you can, you know, be able to touch base with, see in their classrooms, but also it's not too big of a group that kind of spreads you too thin, which is yeah. nice in that role. Um, are you teaching that new class, the exploration? I am, I taught a section this fall. Mm -hmm. I wish I was teaching another section in the spring. I had a lot of fun with it. I was able to um, reignite some of my old passions. Um, it forced me to um, practice some of my observational drawing um, and it, just some different things I haven't taught in a while. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I used to teach a little bit of everything and now I mainly just teach um, the digital courses. So I had a really, fun time doing that too yeah. with the students great now your role is is unique for our listeners our, our SMLs they teach two classes uh, when most teachers teach five classes and then the remaining time is kind of your what we call the the subject matter leader role yeah. um, do you miss being in the classroom as much as you used to be you know you, you said you've been here 19 years you, almost half the time you've been here has been in the classroom full-time and then half has been kind of this SML do you like the balance that you have now I, I do miss it. When I first started, we actually taught three classes, and then we scaled back. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do miss it. I miss it a lot. I think it's supplemented with me being able to go out and see all of the other grade levels and all of the other art classes. So sometimes I feel like um, certain students here are my own, but they're really not. I've just spent a lot of time in their classroom with them, and I've gotten to see um, them progress over the years in certain classes. So... While I do miss it, I feel like it's that void has been filled with some other sure. good things too. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. So your department oftentimes uh, gets noticed not only within this district but outside of this district. We have a lot of tremendous artists. We have outstanding teachers within the department. 
Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the the honors exhibition coming up shortly, but I'd love to talk a little bit about the Scholastic Art Awards first. And for those who don't know much about the Scholastic Art Awards, uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit of what, what it is, how many students are typically kind of get uh, an award for something that they're doing, and what your involvement is in that process. Sure. So um, the Scholastic Art Awards is a national um, recognition awards competition. Um, it's been probably 50 plus years, maybe even longer um, in, in the making yeah. Um, yeah. and happening. And so what happens is every year it opens up to all high school and middle school age students to enter their work. They apply either at their high school or their middle school with their teacher or they can apply on their own. Um, and then it's judged at the national level. So student entries are submitted by state first and they're judged at the um, local level and then they're judged at the national level. So this year we had 85 high school entries and 23 middle school entries. And out of all of those, we received 23 state level local awards. So we won two gold keys, nine silver keys and 12 honorable mentions. Yeah, and then the gold key work goes on and is judged okay. nationally, wow. yes. So um, we should be finding that out soon if any of the gold pieces yeah. won um, national awards, which we've, we've had several in the past too. Have you, have you seen any, um, is, I'm curious, is that number a typical number? Have you seen any drop off through COVID or has your program continued to kind of I think uh, we've con continued to stay successful throughout. It ebbs and flows. It just depends on the judging. Um, but that that 23 is a normal number. We've seen higher, maybe a little lower, but it usually is right, around right. the same, which awesome. is great. Such impressive work. Um, and yeah, the department, they reach out to students to submit work. Um, the HPTO sponsors all of the student entry fees that the teachers bring forward. And then it is just open to any student in the community too so some some students apply on their own some students apply through private art instructors sure. so oh, it's a really good opportunity so we're excited about the upcoming um, honors exhibition over at the hca coming up next week tell us a little bit about kind of what folks can expect if they're going to be attending that and maybe some of the work that goes into it both from the student perspective but also from from your perspective so this honors art exhibition, I believe, is about 20 plus years old now. Um, it's an arrangement that the art department had made with the HCA uh, years ago. It is an authentic gallery experience. Um, it teaches students how professional artists um, work with galleries and plan for an exhibition. So it really is a nice real world experience for our students. Um, and we've been so blessed that the HCA has allowed us to continue this tradition, even with their new building. Um, so what people will see when they get in there is a collection of work from some of our highly motivated students. These are students that have dedicated either all four years taking all different kinds of art electives. Um, it might be a student that has been in our AP Studio Art course. It could be a student that just really dove deep into studying something like photography um, after taking a course and then worked independently on okay. stuff. So you don't have to be in a particular class to be in the show? No, so it's teacher yeah. nominated. Gotcha. Um, and then the students work with an advisor. Um, it's either Sterling Worrell or Chris Kellenberger. They alternate each year. They work with an advisor over a couple of months to plan their artwork, um, to mat their artwork, 
to install the show and also to promote the show and plan for the art show opening. Great. And so I know that there's a public opening, I think it's on Thursday, February 16th, and then Correct. it remains open for the month, and then I guess people can just kind of come in and see the artwork anytime they want? Yes, yeah, so community members can come and go. I just check the um, Hopkinton Center for the Arts website out and see what their hours of operation are, but definitely check it out. It's right in their um, entrance gallery when you walk in. Awesome. Yeah, it's always a wonderful night. I've gone the last yeah. few years to the it's well received. It's really well received. Yeah, it's a, such talent. Um, Speaking of some of these events, we talked Scholastics, we talked about the upcoming event over at the HCA. What other things are in the works for this upcoming spring from the Visual Arts Department? Um, so every year in mid-May, we host the annual Night for the Arts. Um, and that is artwork on display from K through 12. So it's high school campus, it's on the middle school campus, and then there's select works from Marathon, Elmwood, and Hopkins that's on great. display. That's, all, that's wonderful. Yeah, and so... Parents can kind of go back and forth from middle school to high school. Yep, yeah. parents, yeah. grandparents, mm. um, any community classmates, yeah. Yeah. any community members are welcome to come. Um, we also share the night with the drama department. They do the one-act play festival at the high school that night as well. So it really is a nice celebration of all things art. And uh, Mr. Brody usually has some musical accompaniment that's for us yeah. as well. That's a great so. night. Yeah. yeah, so more information to come on that, I'm sure. Right? Yes. So um, last question I have before we let you leave here, and we've talked a lot about the different student successes, some new classes that you've helped spearhead, and some of the great work that you've been doing in your role as SML over the last nine years. What is the one thing or maybe a few things that you're most proud of when it comes to the work that you've been doing in your time here at Hopkinton? So one of the things that I'm most proud of is what we just talked about, the K through 12 art show. It wasn't always that way, and um, I'm proud of it for so many reasons. I'm proud that my department members hopped right on board with it when we decided to do it about eight or so years ago as a whole K through 12 group. Um, and you know, it's just great. It's a great turnout. Um, it's good for the younger students to see the upper level work, um, vice versa. Um, I also, I'm personally, proud of all the relationships that I've built throughout the district with students, staff, administrators, and the greater community. Um, that's just something that, um, yeah, it just makes Hawkington special. Um, and then I think just our impact, my department members, the teachers that work in my department, the impact they have on students. So even though not every kid might walk out of here going off to art school or studying design, I do think that they leave a lasting impression. There's no question. As have you. You do a tremendous job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're very lucky to have you and, and, and um, working with our students and our and our teachers and leading them. You, you just do a tremendous job. And uh, we always want to thank you for all that you do. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, we'll see you at the art show. Just wanted to again thank Colleen Giannino for taking the time out of her busy schedule to be part of the podcast. Um, can't sing her praises enough. She does a tremendous job as our SML subject matter leader for our visual arts department. We talked a little bit about the upcoming honors exhibition over at the HCA, and I was able to sit down with two of those fantastic artists, G. Lambert and Alexa Feldman, to talk about their experience and, and what folks can expect from their work. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the first question that I have for, for you all is to tell us a little bit about um, what pieces that you have, what pieces of art that you have in the upcoming um, 
honors exhibit over the HCA starting, I believe the opening is Thursday, February 16th, and it runs through for about a month or so, Yes, uh, which I know everybody's excited about. So tell us a little bit about your involvement, your pieces in the, in the do I go first? Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, so a lot of my pieces are kind of focusing on, like, this life and death um, aspect of it, um, especially with flowers and, like, nature and stuff. Um, and so, yeah. What, where did that come from? How did that develop? Um, I don't know. I've always, like, really interested, and especially in flowers, like, the language of flowers, because it's just gone back, like, so many years um, of just like different meetings of the flowers and stuff. And so I really wanted to intertwine that and like myself and like my identity and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so most of my art is more focused on how the viewer perceives it rather than me just expressing uh, something about myself. A lot of it is like using marine life to convey emotions that you can't really describe in one word. So I have a couple pieces that are super playful and exciting, and then there are some that are like disturbing, mm -hmm. that like make you think. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really cool, and I like to see how people react to yeah. it. Yeah, well, how are you hoping that they react? Are you talk a little bit about what, that, what people take away from their experience. What are you hoping to see? I, the pieces that I have are very different in terms of reactions that I get. I have like, like on one side of the spectrum, I have like this felt fish that's like super playful and you can like touch it and stuff. And then on the other side there, I have like a, a black and white piece of a giant anglerfish in a bathroom and it's super dark mm. and that's all you can see. Um, so I think that what I want people to take away is, I don't know, just like seeing, seeing what it is mm. and reflecting on their actions. I have... Um, you take pictures behind them. You don't even know that you're doing it. Just <laughs> why marine? Why marine? Kind of like see what? Where is that theme coming from? Is that something that's passionate about? Or? Yeah, I'm very passionate about marine biology. I'm gonna do a biology major and specialize in marine biology for awesome. college. Um, thank you. <laughs> and art is just like a hobby I've had like my whole life. So I like to use my artistic skill to get like information about our oceans out there. So that's really something I enjoy. That's wonderful. So let's piggyback on that a little bit. Yeah. So obviously a lot of work goes into this, I would imagine, right? Um, you're both fantastic artists. What? Tell us a little bit about that process. What goes into the work and who has helped you along the way to get to this point? A lot of the times the research that I do is more about species that I'm interested in and how they make me feel personally and then conveying that through the art. So it really starts with me and how I feel and then seeing how other people can react to it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, so for me, usually when I'm like kind of starting a new art piece, I think of a direct kind of thing of my life, aspect of my life, and then I kind of will search for a flower that I can like incorporate and correlate them like together. And so that they're kind of like working together to make this finished piece is one. And then who do you both work with to either help or does anybody give you guidance or instruction along the way? Maybe a teacher here, maybe someone outside of school that you work with? Probably Miss K. Yeah. yeah. We're both in the same AP art class. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, definitely Miss K. Like yeah. any times I'm like, Miss K, I don't like this. Like mm -hmm. help me. Like what, what's like wrong with this? Tell me. And she'll be like, 
I think, you know, you could do this, you know, and it's just really, she's so, she's so helpful. Yeah. 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 For the listeners, Miss K is Miss Kellenberg. Yeah. (laughs) She's been doing a wonderful job. So tell me a little bit about what has been, two two questions, I guess, in one. What has been a challenging part of this work that you're doing, getting ready for the, 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 the art exhibit? And then what has been the most rewarding part of the process? Um, I'm going to start with rewarding. I think just seeing all my art in one space in like a professional environment is so rewarding because I see it like not only as something that I did for fun, but as something that is open to the public now and everyone's going to see it and be like, Oh my God! Mm-hmm. So it, it's is really so, cool. it always is not so professional. Yeah, no, I was—I definitely like agree. Like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it absolutely. feels very yeah. special. Like, just like, really like, does, just, like yeah. stepping back and like mm-hmm. just seeing everything, like just hanging on the wall, like mm-hmm. all like the hard work you've done, like just making the pieces, also like matting the stuff. We yeah. spent probably like yeah. a week just like matting everything, like foam board, like all this stuff putting even like the wire hangers in like it was just so much work and yeah. it's just like probably just like step back and just look at it and be like wow yeah i did that you know it's yeah. Just, yeah yeah it's absolutely rewarding yeah yeah and it's a great experience for whatever you decide to do mm-hmm. after high school with, with this type of topic it's, yeah it's, it's wonderful obviously the the uh, exhibit is open to everybody in the community we want more and more people to come and, and check out the fabulous art um, what do you hope I know I asked this a little bit but what are you hoping generally overall not necessarily from your pieces but from the whole experience that people will take away from this opportunity like what do you want them to be able to walk out with into the parking lot and say wow this is the experience that I just had um, I definitely just want people to I guess appreciate how much like work we put into everything and it's just like, well, these kids are, you know, juniors, seniors in high school and they can do that, you know, type thing. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Work I think, noticed. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah no, like getting recognized for the hard work that we're doing and also like just being able to walk out of the experience with, you know, acknowledgement of the people here and the arts community. It's, that's what I hope yeah. happens. Yeah. That's great. That's wonderful. Now, you talk a little bit about Miss Kellenberger and the AP studio class you take with her. Is most of this work that you're doing for the show happening in AP? Is it happening outside of the AP class? How, what, how would you kind of tell the listeners where this work is happening? Because it is a lot of work. So most of my work is from the AP art class. Since we have to make a portfolio, all of the work has to be correlated in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes it like a hundred times easier to get all the work in one place and look nice all together. Um, and then I have some work from over the summer. Yeah. yeah, I think I have one piece in mine from over the summer. And then I think the rest of mine are for my portfolio. And then I have two photographs yeah. from photography that I took this great, year. Great. Now, are you both planning on doing something around this topic after your time here at Huffington? Are you majoring? What are you majoring? What are you looking to do? Are you tell us um, a little bit about that? I'm probably going to go down like a design route, I think. So maybe something like graphic design or like product design. So kind of like taking that creativity I have with art yeah. and turning it into like a different like yeah. yeah. And you talked a little bit already. Uh, yeah. About yeah. So yeah. I really wanted to take advantage of like the education opportunities we have here in New England because I just haven't experienced that before (laughs) and it's kind of amazing. Um, So I wanted to use the biology um, education and my art to combine uh, combine it to make like conservation efforts. 
That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Um, talk a little bit about your progression here and classes that you've taken at HHS within the visual arts department. Which one has been, or which ones have been the most interesting, the most impactful to you? Uh, so I've only taken two. Uh, I took AP Art History uh, last year, sure, yeah. and then now I'm taking AP Art here. Yeah. I did take a lot more art classes at my old school, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, which was a magnet art school. Yeah. So I took at least three uh, each semester. Mm -hmm. Was there a difference between the classes you took at that school versus the, the courses you offer here? I would say so. The Most of the classes that I took at my old school were in um, college art studios um, and taught by professors. Mm -hmm. Um, which was a really cool experience, but it was a lot more stressful than what we had here. It was a lot more pressure, sure, <laughs> and it was uh, it was really traditional. So it was mostly uh, skill based instead of create uh, creation. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. What about you, Alexa? So I've taken quite a few art uh, classes here. Um, I've taken all four of the studio arts, and I've done two photography classes. Um, and I'm in digital art right now. Wow. So I've just kind of gotten a really big spectrum of everything that we have here. And I'd say that every single class I've taken, as I've always enjoyed it so much. Um, all the teachers in the art department are like amazing. I, I have a great experience with every single one of them. I find it really fun here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really really yeah. So much of themselves to uh, their classrooms and their students, and they're all very passionate. Yeah, yeah. Do, which is great. Um, the leading up to the show, I didn't ask this question prior, and I, and I wanted to. Is, is it something as a student here that you have in your head that you want to put work into this exhibit? Uh, you said you had some stuff over the summer. Or does it just kind of happen as you get closer to this opening? I think I was mainly just focusing like on my portfolio, and then it was kind of just I was like, okay, this this piece can this work. Fit, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was focusing mainly on on my portfolio as well, rather than getting one piece in the show. I just really needed to get everything together and organized. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So, last question I have before I let you go: um, What is your pitch to the community? Right, we're trying to get people to come out, check out the fantastic pieces of art that we have from our students. What's your pitch to the community to come out and check out the honors exhibit over at the HCA? I'm gonna say, like all the artists that I know them all, and they're so talented, and we're gonna have food and music, and it's gonna be really fun and yes. awesome. I, I, I agree, <laughs> I agree. Second that. Yeah, I second <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well. Gee, Alexa, thank you so much for joining the podcast. We wish you all the best at the show coming up later this week and throughout the course of the end of February, beginning of March, um, and with everything you do in your future endeavors. Thank you so much for, thank you. for all thank that you. you do. And for your, I can't wait to see your talented pieces when I, when I go over there on Thursday night. Once again, I wanted to thank uh, Colleen Janino, our visual art SML, for coming on the podcast, as well as G Lambert and Alexa Feldman uh, talking about the upcoming honors exhibit at the HCA. I would encourage all who are listening to attend. It'll be a great opportunity to see some wonderful art uh, and just uh, to appreciate the talent that we have here for some of our students at HHS. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. And until next time, be kind to one another, keep smiling and be positive.